Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Duncan Aviation Straight Talk podcast. My name is Harrison Duncan, and I'm here today with Casey Harwick and Ryan Huss. Safe to say we are going through some pretty weird times right now. Because your aircraft is made to fly, not be on the ground, you may face certain issues when your flying activity resumes. Over the following weeks, we will be releasing a series of podcasts regarding how your aircraft can be ready for departure as soon as you're ready. And like I said, today we have two guests with us. We have Casey Harwick, our Vice President of Aircraft Services in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we have Ryan Huss, our Director of Sales. Casey and Ryan, would you mind uh, sharing with the uh, group a little bit about yourselves and give us a brief introduction? My name is Casey Harwick, Vice President of Aircraft Services, as Harrison had said. I've been with Duncan for 20 years uh, in the maintenance departments, um, served several different roles through my um, time here at Duncan as an airframe mechanic in the Bombardier program, uh, becoming a team leader in a fractional program, and then also project management, program management, director of maintenance, vice president. Perfect. Thanks, Harrison. Thanks for the intro. Uh, my name is Ryan Huss. Uh, I've been at Duncan Aviation for 19 years now. Uh, similar to Casey, I came up through the airframe program. Um, I was a, a maintenance mechanic on the airframe. And then from uh, there through about my first 10 years, I worked on the aircraft uh, as a team leader and lead mechanic. After that, I moved into the sales role and have been assisting customers with uh, taking care of their aircraft. Awesome. Well, and uh for those of you that haven't heard our podcast before, um, like I said, my name is Harrison Duncan. I am a fourth generation Duncan. Uh, my father, Todd Duncan, is currently our chairman of uh, the board of directors. And then uh, my great grandfather, Donald Duncan, started the business back in 1956. So thanks again for joining us. And we're going to be talking about how you can get your airplane going again. And uh, we're going to be talking with two experts really on the airframe side. And what we're going to start out thinking about here is you know, what are some of the consequences that operators may face due to leaving their aircraft grounded for extended periods of time? I think, Harrison, you nailed it at the very beginning uh, when you discuss airplanes wanting to fly, being built to fly. As, as aircraft sit on the ground and aren't operated, there's a host of issues that can happen to aircraft systems. Uh, a few of them, it, valves become sticky, um, water can develop in the fuel systems, your batteries will drain and potentially die. Seals can dry up as they're not being properly lubricated with uh, oil, which then can lead to leaks. Oil systems can gather moisture. Your click-clack relays even can become sticky or corrosion uh, formed on the contacts. That's just to name a few of the issues that we've seen come across the aircraft that um, have been down for an extended period of time. Yeah, in addition to what Casey offered there, um, you know, there, there's real implications when it comes to the engines. Engines have very specific preservation periods, and if your engine's not preserved properly, uh, it can be very, very expensive very quickly. Uh, most engines require some sort of preservation or some level of preservation uh, if they're not going to be used for 30 days. If you exceed that 30 days, again, it depends on what type of engine, but uh, at some point, not using that engine could require that engine to go in for overhaul. Um, an engine overhaul is extremely expensive, time-consuming, uh, something that nobody wants to do out of cycle. Uh, beyond that, you know, there's all kinds of different issues between 
even flat spotting of tires from leaving them, the aircraft sitting in one spot for a prolonged period. Um, we've even seen it where there's been, you know, birds building nests inside of, uh, you know, ports in the aircraft, um, various things that uh, you, you really don't want to happen. So taking the proper preservation steps is, is definitely key for an aircraft if you're going to leave it sitting for an extended downtime. It's also important to note that uh, each OEM has their own requirements. There isn't just one hard, fast rule, as Ryan had mentioned with the engines. Every engine manufacturer has their own requirements, depending on how long that aircraft will be down. Um, and it can, if not preserved properly, can lead to an overhaul, as Ryan had mentioned. One of the other items that uh, doesn't necessarily get discussed that much is the interior. It, depending on where that aircraft's operating at or lives at, if it's a humid environment, mold and mildew can form inside the interior. Um, and folks have taken uh, bags of desk in to put them in the cabin to try to wick out that moisture. Um, also keeping the exterior of the aircraft clean. Corrosion can form uh, on chrome surfaces, just taking those kind of preventative actions, keeping the aircraft paint clean and protected is another necessary measure. Yeah, Casey touched on, on a good point there with the preservation. There is most OEMs have a short-term preservation and a long-term preservation. Uh, if you do the short-term preservation and the aircraft sits beyond that limit, uh, you're still going to be bound to the requirements that are required to return that aircraft to service. If you moved, if the aircraft was down long enough that it moved into a long-term situation, so that's something to stay cognizant of because even if you do, even if you do preserve it, uh, you may have to make sure you're doing the right preservations. Great, great. No, thank you both for those insights too and man there's just so many things you need to think about as an operator and uh, need to be uh, cognizant of so feeding off of those uh, insights you guys gave us there let's say that you didn't do any of those things that you recommended and you just kind of left the airplane there now what will operators need to do in order to correct those mishaps and really get their airplane back to uh, service there Okay, as we detailed out, uh, there is potential if the engine is left unpreserved that it would have to go in for overhaul. The uh, parts that are not operating would have to first be troubleshot, then replaced. That gets to be pretty costly. Uh, batteries potentially have to go in for uh, overhaul. Cells need to be replaced. Uh, the water system in the aircraft needs to be purged and um, properly sanitized. It leads to quite a bit of additional maintenance if you're not performing the minimum preventative maintenance and ensuring that these aircraft are stored properly. If the aircraft uh, sat for too long, Harrison, the um, most of the OEMs have a return to service from storage uh, protocol that they require you to follow. That return to service can be um, a myriad of different inspections. They, they could have you doing everything from checking cable tensions to boroscoping inside ductwork to, uh, you know, looking underneath the floorboard. So it's, uh, it, it becomes a very, very detailed inspection of the aircraft, depending on how long it sat and what was done to it before it sat. If you took an airplane and just parked it and let it sit for six months without doing any, any preservations, you, you would have to go through a pretty intensive inspection to return that aircraft to service. You, you would find, uh, like we talked about earlier, several things that would be 
uh, either stuck or bound up or potentially failed. Um, the, the FTs, the functional checks that are involved with returning the aircraft to service uh, will will incorporate every system on the aircraft. Sure. It sounds like a pretty uh, costly mistake, I would suppose, if uh, you didn't follow the, the typical protocols from the OEMs and from uh, other uh, educated parties on that front. Yeah, at, at the point of trying to return the aircraft to service, it really will be dictated by what the OEM requires. So if that requirement is in the manual, which most of them have that called out, uh, you will have to follow that uh, to the T to return that aircraft to service. And it is a in very invasive inspection. So another question I have for you guys here real quick too is, let's say you do you know, leave your aircraft grounded for a long period of time what consequences down the road or in the very long term could have for your, uh, for your aircraft? Well, Harrison, it doesn't take much when you go through a pre-write situation to go through the log books and actually look at the aircraft logs and the, the flight logs to realize that an aircraft may have sat down an extended period of time. And if you marry those two up and there's no record in the log books of the aircraft being properly preserved, there's potential it could lessen the value of that aircraft during that pre-purchase. And so thinking about Duncan Aviation here a little bit, what, what kind of services do we have providing our customers, you know, not only in Lincoln, Battle Creek and Provo, but, you know, what else do we have out there that could really help our customers uh, get going, get back going again when uh, things are a, a different kind of normal, of course, but back to where you're, where we hope they uh, will go. Yeah, Harrison, we, we uh, have had quite a few customers uh, around the country that we have gone out and helped them with a couple of different options. Really, you know, the first option, if you want to avoid preservation altogether and avoid a long-term storage type situation, uh, just keep exercising the aircraft. You don't have to fly the aircraft to avoid um, going into long-term preservation. You do, however, need to go out, run it, cycle the systems, move the aircraft, and give it a really good run. Um, if you do that, you'll avoid a lot of the things we're talking about, uh, pretty much all of them actually. Uh, your second option, obviously, is to put it in preservation. Um, we've had our uh, satellite teams and our rapid response teams go out and they have put some aircraft into preservation for customers on the road. Uh, they've also pulled aircraft out of preservation. Um, they're a pretty useful resource to help customers, you know, around the country because our teams are scattered pretty much throughout the United States. And we, we've had quite a few customers utilize those services. They can also help you by just coming out and, you know, we have our satellite shops. They can go into the aircraft and run the systems, make sure everything's functioning properly avionics wise. Uh, and, and the engine RRT group uh, can do the aircraft runs if, if needed. So we can really keep the aircraft fully functional without putting it into a preservation by utilizing those teams out in the field. Yeah, I think it's important to note, Ryan, that um, with those engine runs, it is very important to have all systems operational to deflect flight controls if they're hydraulic, just to move things around to get the fluids going throughout that aircraft. And one of the other things that uh, folks don't consider is connectivity is firing up the CMS and potentially getting the necessary um, uploads, downloads of data to upgrade the system. 
Well, just think about it. Something I just thought of now too. It's like, what if you had, you know, your cell phone and you didn't turn it on for a month, that thing would go absolutely nuts as soon as you turned it on. And so, uh, yeah, that's why you keep, keep that important stuff, keep your assets going and running and using them as much as you possibly can. Cause that's what they're there for. Thank you folks. Uh, anything else, Ryan, Casey? No, I guess the only thing I would say is if uh, your aircraft is uh, in a situation where it needs to be returned to service or you haven't stored it, uh, it's it's not too late. Make the phone call. Get the data you need to keep the airplane from having to go through what is probably an unnecessary major inspection. I think it's also good to highlight uh, that we do have uh, every OEM covered with tech reps here at Duncan Aviation. Do not hesitate to give a call out to our folks more than willing to help guide you through what you need to do in this time. Uh, they're available uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A lot of people that are here and ready to help at Duncan Aviation, that's for sure. So final question here for you guys. Uh, of course, with COVID-19 and everything going on, uh, it's been tough to have that normal uh, lifestyle that we're all used to. But what have you guys been doing here uh, with uh, things going on and any new hobbies or anything else going on? Well, there's some really no new hobbies. Uh, I've actually found a lot more time to take care of projects at home. Uh, my wife has a pretty extensive list that I've been neglecting, and now I don't have any other excuse but to accomplish all the things that she's asked. Um, I have been tooling around with my old 1969 Oldsmobile that I've had um, for quite some time, just rewiring the, the, the engine compartment and getting systems back into operational that I've kind of neglected over the years. It's just now I'm trying to drum up work to do on the weekends, keep myself occupied. Nice. Good old Oldsmobile. Ryan, got anything going on? Yeah, I don't have anything as interesting as working on the car like Casey does, but uh, I've gotten pretty good at feeding fish. So, uh, you know, they uh, occasionally I might snag one in the tail or something like that. But I've uh, done a fair amount of fishing around, and uh, actually I've probably done more uh, working out and that type of stuff over the last three, four months than my existing schedule would allow for. So I guess there's been some blessings with the pandemic, uh, you know, uh, that and spending more time with your family. Um, you know, between those two, uh, they keep me pretty busy. I've got uh, a couple daughters as well that are uh, still pretty heavy into softball, which evidently youth sports never stops. So. Well, thank you so much, uh, folks, for joining us for the podcast today. Ryan and Casey, thank you for your expertise and your insights. And also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future podcasts, please reach out to straighttalk at duncanaviation.com.